0: Welcome to another Gangplank Report. You've heard Adrian and Jen talk about the most recent episode of this hit Bravo series. Now it's time to hear from you, the superfans. It's time for the bonus episode of the Gangplank Report. And here they are, Adrian Gang and Jennifer Bennington. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss.
1: Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the, we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
2: Hey gang, welcome back to another super fan episode. This week we have a return visit From my Tuesday buddy, Rob B, he was on last season and ever since we talk every Tuesday and download, and I am excited to have him back because he's got an interesting perspective that has made me think. So welcome back, Rob. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course. Thanks for coming back.
0: Uh, Thanks for having
2: me. It's weird to talk because we're so used to typing. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But we don't have autocorrect problems on this. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Rob and I speak a whole foreign language with each other because usually it's either late at night when I don't have my glasses on or it's early in the morning for him. (laughs) And we're both having problems with spell check. They don't like us very much on our phones. They don't. So... We've been talking a lot this season. Neither one of us are super thrilled about it. You were less thrilled from the beginning.
0: Yeah, well, like as you know, Jen, I didn't watch Below Deck Med season six because of Malia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I still don't like her.
2: <laughs> same boy, same. same.
0: I just came in to it because I just wanted to see Below Deck Med to see how the new thing would be without Hannah and. I don't really like it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's not been the greatest of seasons. I thought it was going to start off good. I seemed to like everybody at the beginning. I was like, yay, all new people to learn minus Z because we didn't have Courtney at the beginning. But as the weeks go on, I'm less and less excited about them.
0: Yeah. Actually, me too. Like I texted you last night. My dad like ruined my recording and I was like, I don't really care that much. (laughs) <laughs> That's never a good
1: sign.
2: <laughs> and I texted you back, and no worries, it sucked.
1: <laughs> I think the hard part is that we have come off of some really great seasons, especially with this being what follows below deck sailing, which was yet another good season for them. It's difficult to follow that act. And especially it feels like they're just trying too hard, all of them. I mean, there's a couple people that I like, Z and Courtney you know, they were very entertaining last time around. And I don't know if it's because they just haven't gotten into the swing of things yet. But I still don't feel like they're totally all the way back to where I thought they would be as quickly as I thought they would be. And Storm is great. His back and forth with Natalia is entertaining to watch. At least they're somewhat cute. But the rest of it is just an unholy disaster.
0: Yeah, well, I'm not really connecting with anybody i mean i do have a soft spot for jason just because i've been in his situation before but everyone else has kind of been like i usually attach to someone and like i'm rooting for them but like i haven't attached to anybody (laughs) in this season i'm
1: gonna need you to back up a little bit and explain to me why you have a soft spot for jason because i'm this is
2: part of why I wanted Rob on here because he's really made me reconsider and dial back my hardcore position on Jason. So explain how you empathize with him.
0: Well, I mean, I don't agree with like how he's directly disobeying Storm's leadership mm-hmm. in those moments. I do agree with you. I'm just like, dude, just shut up and do it. <laughs> But like I do feel with him because like he is an outsider because Z and Courtney have that connection and then Z and Storm have that connection and like all he had was Reagan and like that wasn't really great. Like he had to work with Reagan alone and then Z and Storm came in like a day later but like, after Jason was doing most of the work and right. they had that connection. So he was probably feeling like an outsider, mm-hmm. which I empathize with. I get that. Right. Right and then when court came like she fit in so well he was like the lone man out yeah yeah. so that's kind of where like i sympathize with him
1: i can totally understand that because i've been in that position before i just told a story when tiffany was on a couple weeks ago where i jumped onto a boat and it was me and a bunch of south africans and they would deliberately speak Afrikaans in front of me knowing that i couldn't understand them when they all full well were capable of speaking english they just chose not to and It was frustrating for me because I knew they were doing it on purpose and it was rude, but I'm also surrounded by them constantly. So what do I do? And I eventually made the choice to go to the captain and say, after the trip, I'm out of here. Because they were deliberately making things uncomfortable. I don't think from my observation or from what we've seen, I don't think anybody's going out of their way to make Jason uncomfortable. I think part of that is his attitude that everybody's like, Kind of just backing away from him. Like, why is he talking to people this way, especially his boss? And I think that that's further alienating him. Some of the off-color comments that he makes, I feel like he knows that he's saying things that might rub people the wrong way, and he does it anyway. Probably the first couple times he did it, he thought he was growing with the club, and that's not how it ended up working out. But I feel like some of the things that he's doing now are deliberate. Does
0: that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense and i can kind of see it that way i don't agree with what he's doing but i feel like maybe that's his defense mechanism like i can feel like he's like all right i'm done i'm over it and maybe he should just say i quit like he does in one of the previews he's like just get rid of me yeah but i think maybe that's might be a defense mechanism like he'd rather mm-hmm. he'd rather push them away
2: right You were telling me that you kind of checked out in your head when you were going through the same experience at your work. Yeah. Once it got to that level, you checked out as a self-protective mechanism to be able to just get through and do the job. That
1: makes sense. Yeah. I've been there too. I mean, I feel like it's one of those things, especially if you feel like you're not gelling with everybody and you feel like they've got all these inside jokes and you're just not a part of it then naturally you're just gonna kind of i mean one would hope instead of getting violent that you get internal about it and just kind of keep to yourself and i feel like that's what we're starting to see with him is him just keeping himself guarded and keeping
0: himself away from everybody else because he just feels like nobody gets him right yeah well i think he had like a connection with kyle because like i think i remember seeing the clip of him being open with kyle like i don't get these people i mean i wish i had someone like you out here
2: right yeah he does seem to have a friendship with kyle and he does seem to get along well with dave once they got past their rocky thing at the beginning and he understood what the situation was with natasha yeah it's not like he doesn't have anybody on the boat but he doesn't have anybody where he spends most of his time
0: yeah I think that's what it is because like I think he was trying with an idea a few weeks back if Storm just like shut him down and like no it's not going to work no it's going to be this way and I think I remember like either tweeting or texting you like I, I feel like if Z came up with a situation like that Storm would have been like okay let's hear it out or hey that sounds like a great idea
2: and that's part of what made me start thinking because back then I was still very adamant, like, no, you're wrong, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, no, you made me think about it. And that's what I love when we have people on here or that I talk with people on Twitter that have a different perspective. It does make me reevaluate because I'm open to it. I don't know these people from Adam. And I think our gut instinct is to react to what we know or what we might have experienced and seeing it through your eyes. I haven't been in that position. I'm a housewife. I don't have coworkers <laughs> <laughs> that pissed me off. So it's easy for me being isolated that I don't have to do that as an introvert. But if I go way back to back when I did work, I just always tried harder to fit in. I think because I knew I was the odd man out that I took it upon myself, which I'm not saying Jason should have to do it all on his own. I think there should be a meeting of the minds at some point. And I'm interested to see next week when Storm finally does sit down and talk to him, how that goes and see if they can get to a point where Jason feels supported and not attacked. Because I think that's what he's feeling at this point where nothing he said has been acted upon right yeah and so he's feeling like why offer anything
0: right yeah exactly he gave some ideas and they keep shooting him down so like he's probably going like okay what's the point of me saying something they're not gonna listen right but like he shouldn't be like screw you yeah especially at a storm maybe off the boat right but...
2: if that was on a day off it wouldn't have bothered me as much but on deck doing his job that was uncalled for i didn't understand it
0: i like to give him the benefit of the doubt maybe he meant to say it like in his head and like it just came out like, <laughs> just, like that's the
2: story just... of my life dude <laughs> how many times happened life... to me. Yeah, have i said did i say that out loud i didn't mean to say that out loud <laughs>
0: You just have to own it. Like, okay. Yeah. 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 Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. And that's usually how I do. I'm generally apologetic. when It's something that I shouldn't have said. Yeah. You just have to own it. And that's another thing that was big on the live tweet last night. We were talking about Kyle and I really enjoyed him at the beginning and thought he was a hard worker, but I was having trouble with this past episode with him acting like we're not seeing what we're seeing. Where do you stand with Kyle?
0: Like I said in the beginning, I try to find somebody to connect with, but I haven't found anybody yet. Mm -hmm. I thought maybe Kyle would have been that guy, but he isn't. I'm just like, you're crossing the line, and Mm -hmm. like, it's okay to cross it every once in a while, not nothing big, but like every once in a while, but then. I'm like, you're just doing it way too much. Now you think you're doing everything and you're not. Right. When I saw the trailer, I was ready to be on his side. And then I'm like, dude, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> you're like in the wrong here. You're...
1: He's not just even a little bit in the wrong. He's way in the wrong.
0: Yeah, he's definitely, he thinks he's doing more. And maybe he thinks it's like that, but it's not. Like the evidence doesn't lie. He's not doing the dishes before he goes to bed. And he's leaving some stuff for Talia in the morning, like leaving the orange juice or something like that. He's not doing anything for her.
2: Yeah. right. The other thing is he said that he's helping in cleaning and in service and he reduced Natalia to only having to do cleaning, but she's on morning. So she is serving in the morning. She is setting up and doing all of that. And we have seen her interacting with guests. So he's kind of minimizing where she helps with service, but doing what Natasha does, blowing what he does out of proportion a little bit with the cleaning. If you're laying on a bed, whining and calling out Frank's name, that's not quite the same <laughs> as oh helping cleaning.
0: Yeah, I'm just like, dude, no, I don't really like anybody from the interior this season. And I usually connect with somebody in the interior, like ever since Low Deck Med season two, mm-hmm. I've connected with someone in like the interior. I'm like, I hope you yeah. do good. And like, uh, this one, I'm like, no, you guys.
2: What's your hang up with Natalia?
0: With Natalia?
2: hmm You just said you didn't connect with anybody on the interior. So that's why I asked
0: I don't know I mean I don't dislike her but I don't like her either I'm just like okay I was like you are doing more of the work and I was like you're doing great with that and you're doing tablescapes. so you're mm-hmm. earning points with Sandy there that's great yeah I do empathize with because like she's doing a lot of the work and I've been in that situation where I've had to pick up after a coworker, and it's not fun so I completely understand where she's coming from she has every right to command about that
2: is she too aggressive maybe
0: i think it's because she looks similar to natasha and i can't tell them (laughs) apart and i'm just like okay i was like i'm already annoyed with you guys
2: yeah so i don't know which one to be annoyed at
0: yeah (laughs) i don't like tasha i mean i call her something else but i i I, I won't say it here (laughs) (laughs) yes I just don't like her. And I know it's because I like Hannah more and Hannah has always been my chief stew, but I can see past that and Tosh isn't really doing her job. She's doing everything Sandy ever accused Hannah of, like not being interested, always being on her phone, like not doing the tablescape. She's just always on her phone. She's not there for the guests.
1: Yeah. and If she's not on her phone, she's complaining about what is going on on her phone. True. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I saw her first watch what happens live and she didn't want to take any accountability like she's like oh no that's not how it happened
2: Mm -hmm. oh no
0: I mean Dave never messed around and I'm like it's kind of on camera yeah (laughs) (laughs) you can't rewrite history and something tells me that she's either not gonna have a good time at the reunion or she's gonna pull on Ashley and just be like no I don't think she can handle any criticism so she's probably not gonna show up for the reunion
2: Yeah, I'm curious. I haven't followed her on any of the socials. So I don't know. I do know that she took a break at the beginning when she first broke up with Dave because she was getting grief. And I never checked back in because at that point I just didn't care. (laughs) So I'm not sure how she's receiving the season. Adrian on twitter you had put out during the live tweet trying to ask people who were on her side did you ever get any
1: responses of anybody who was supportive none that were supportive of her yeah of natasha no everybody was like wait what there's people that are supporting her out there (laughs) was most of the reaction that was me mine was a dog shaking his head not me i'm not a fan I think it's her general personality that's just hitting people the wrong way. I think everybody goes into this wanting, at least at the beginning, like everybody that they're seeing. And then as you start to see their personality traits over and over and over again, I found her unlikable from the second or third episode. I was just, I knew that I wasn't going to turn back on that one. Even after what happened with Dave, Mm -hmm. I still can't sympathize with her. Like, I just, I find her wholly unlikable. And her complete deniability of her own actions and her responsibility therein, I have found really disingenuous, frustrating, and really kind of rude to the viewers. Mm -hmm. Because it's almost like she's gaslighting us into thinking that she's not doing what she's doing. And that really pisses me off. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't really like her because of that. Mm -hmm. And it's just she has that poor me attitude and I'm like but you're doing it to yourself I mean you're trying to paint Dave in a bad light and like he did send you horrible text messages but he zoned up to it and people get mad I mean he shouldn't have done that but he was mad and yeah he was letting his frustration out thankfully it wasn't anything worse but yeah
2: no I think that he has done a good job of recovering and getting refocused on work. I like him. I am not cheering him on in his wanting to be with her still and hoping that things go wrong with the boyfriend because I want better for him.
0: Yeah. It's like watching like a train crash. You're like, dude, no, 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 no. (laughs) Don't do it. You're better. You're better. No. Yeah.
2: You deserve so much more. Go back to Everest. I'm sure there's a Sherpa out there somewhere for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or you should just do something else and he'll find the right person.
2: Yeah. Where are you at with Sandy? We haven't talked about her much. I think you're afraid to talk to me about her.
0: (laughs) See, like I do hold grudges and like, I know she's not a horrible person mm-hmm. but i still feel like i just can't forgive her for what happened in season five
2: yeah i think probably if you had watched last season it would be easier this season i think i would be in the same place as you are if adrian hadn't force-fed me season six
0: i think it's just gonna be a slow thing to come like maybe i will forgive her or maybe i will like her again but i don't see that happening for the season
2: yeah i get it
0: yeah, like, cause like, I'm like, Tosh is doing all the negative things you said about your first Chiefs, too, but you're not calling her on it.
2: I did have somebody point that out today. Yeah, somebody said if Hannah had done half the things Tosh had done, that Sandy would have actually
0: been screaming
2: and not Tosh just saying she was screaming. <laughs>
0: right yeah if it had been hannah and like talia told sandy like oh well they left me a mess she would have gone woken up hannah and been like why aren't you cleaning this up i want you to get up and do it now like i don't care if you didn't get your sleep you need to clean it up hannah i expect better from you yeah that's i guess that's where I don't like her yeah because like even when she found out that Malia told production first she still stood on it she said on the reunion yeah well I went to production and Sandy never like wait you went to production that's not how maritime law goes you were supposed (laughs) to come to me yeah Yeah, like you were supposed to come to me I guess that's where I stand with her there's always a double standard like there's always everyone else in Hannah
2: Right. And I get that. And that's why I was saying, I think if you had seen last season with Katie, some of that drops off with each season for me. And this season, I don't have a problem with Sandy. I think she is being more fair across the board. You don't see the obvious favorites. Yeah. I don't see her showing Natalia favoritism, even though she agreed with Natalia that what was going on wasn't right. She just said, one person shouldn't be doing that, which is facts. It is. She's not warping reality to fit her favoritism this time, if that makes sense.
1: Yes.
0: Now, I can totally understand that. Yeah, no, she has a valid reason to be getting upset with Tosh. Like, it's been something everyone's been wanting. Like, I've been waiting for her to go off on Tosh. Like, I'm all right, go, go for it. Go, go. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it, yeah. We'll cheer you on in text on Tuesday, I swear. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I'll be on your side for this one time.
1: (laughs) If I can, I think there's a couple of different things to this. One of them is... Hannah was there prior to Sandy's arrival, right? Hannah was a holdover from season one and already knew a little bit about what the game was. And Sandy was still learning and they butted heads from the beginning. And I wasn't obviously there for it, but I do know about it. And they had tension from the beginning. Natasha coming in for her first season, not really having a firm handle on this, just like any brand new crew that's coming onto the show probably was a little bit more meek mannered than Hannah was. And I think that that's one of the differences that we see with all the new chiefs do since Hannah and Hannah with Sandy's interaction. Like they butted heads straight from the beginning, you know, Sandy's trying to figure this thing out for the first time. Hannah already has a pretty solid handle on it and doesn't really defer to Sandy for much of anything. And I think that that's where their attention, I know that's where their attention started, but as we saw things develop, I think Sandy was just not capable of being objective with Hannah. And I think that bitter in the butt a couple of times. And after that season where Hannah left, I think that that was a real pinnacle moment. For Sandy and I think she's changed her interactions and her mannerisms since then and really curtailed herself so that she doesn't alienate the fan base because it was pretty stark you know the differences have been very stark and she was really hands-off last season unless she had to be hands-on when Katie was there and so yeah I agree with Jen I think if you watched last season you might have a slightly different perspective because we barely saw Sandy Yeah, Unless the situation really called for it. And I think that was deliberate on both her part and production. Plus, we got to watch her yell at Malia, which was a happy
2: occasion at my house. It was a party.
0: (laughs) 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 Uh, I saw that clip on YouTube. Yeah, Like, that's the only part I've seen. I I think I saw the episode where Lexi gets fired, but like, Mm. it's like, I can't. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, maybe I would give it a couple more seasons. And maybe you can go back and watch it. It was an eventful season. I don't know that it ranks in my favorite seasons because it was a lot of drama. It got kind of dark for me. I wish this season was better for you to come back to. I'm hoping the mid-season trailer that they pushed out seems like we've got some things that are coming up. But I think because of when they aired it, I was expecting them to jump right in to some drama and to have a couple of cliffhangers now with no result is a little frustrating.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Hopefully it'll pick up by the end of the season for you and we can get you back on the med train.
0: Yeah, which is a shame because like med used to be my favorite. And yeah. like now I'm back to OG. I'm waiting for season 10 trailer to crank out so we can see who the new chief stew is. Yeah, I have my suspicions.
2: Yeah, I have some ideas and I've shared those, but we won't talk about that. No, (laughs) this is our private talk. We speculate a lot. Rob and I write our own fan fiction every week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're always like, oh, this is who it's going to be for sure.
2: Yeah, if it comes through, we will publish the text along with the podcast. (laughs) All right. Well, we just want to thank you. I appreciate you so much and taking the time to just hang out with me every week and break this down. It's a lot of fun and I appreciate our friendship.
0: Oh, thank you. I appreciate that too. I was wondering if I could ask Adrienne one question. Of
2: course. She lives for that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's just like an observation. Like when I saw you come back for season two, I did empathize with you because from what I saw in season one you and Eddie were cool and like to see him react to you that way I was like oh whoa that wasn't really nice of him
1: yeah I still don't know why I still don't know why he reacted that way because I never really I mean since then clearly I have had a falling out with him but we were friends I mean I was friends with him and several of the other people from my cast afterwards Kat even worked for me on a boat off camera for a while, like. Kat knew that there was gonna be a very strong possibility she was going to see me because the guest that brought me told both of us that if Kat got casted again, that she would bring me as a guest. And if I got cast again, that she would bring Kat as a guest. So it was not a shock to Kat for sure that I was there. I genuinely don't know why. And I don't even know if that scene, that gift that people have passed around of Eddie turning around and swimming back to the boat I don't even know if that was actually in response to me or not. They made it look that way, but I didn't even see that happen. Like, I didn't see him when we were there at the beach. he swam too fast. <laughs> yeah, probably. But I don't even know if that was in response to me, Yeah, to be honest with you.
2: And with the Frankenstein editing that they do, it could very well not be. But it's a funny gif. <laughs> <Well>, I
0: think <laughs> kind of played into it. Because, like, I think they did, like, an interview with him right after it. And, like, he kind of played into it. And I was like, oh, that's Well, that's what they do, though, with that kind of editing.
1: Yeah. That's exactly what they do.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, thankfully, Eddie's in your rear view. And apparently, he's in Below Deck's rear view. So.
0: Yeah, he didn't handle that well.
2: (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again for coming. And I will definitely be speaking with you next Tuesday, if not before. Everybody, if you want to be like Rob and be a super fan, hit us up at gangplankreport at gmail.com or message us on Twitter or Instagram. We'll see you next week for the recap of Below Deck Med Season 7, Episode 12. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Special thanks to our friends who helped us create Gangplank Report. Down below music and lyrics by Angel Tweeter Frail and Terry Abbott, performed by Lorelei of Florida. Production assistance by Michael Castaneda. Super fan intro by Blind Lawrence. Cast off me hearties.